Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's your boy HRGF, aka He Raps Great for Real, and you are now tuning into the Super Anime Podcast where we talk about and decipher certain characters and groups and try to make sense of their morals, ethics, skills, and more. Listen, guys, podcasting is one of the most rewarding things that you can do as a content creator. It gets even more rewarding when you have the right team to help you reach your audience. As you guys know, or for those of you that don't, I use Buzzsprout because it's the easiest user-friendly platform for people like myself to put out the content that my listeners want to engage with and talk about y'all. Furthermore, the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed, so you should sign up with Buzzsprout right now and change your life, especially if you're trying to get into the podcasting world. You hear me? Now... It's a new year. Happy New Year 2024. I know I've told you guys a lot of things last year about promises and things that were going to happen. And listen, I'm not even going to apologize anymore. At this point in time, it's a new year. And I'm basically just going to tell you how it is. This is a new episode. And I'm going to have more and more episodes dropping, possibly on a monthly basis, but hopefully every two weeks. And if I don't, I apologize. It's just me. I'm a one man army. But if I do commit, then, hey, you guys get new content and new material to listen to while you're driving to work, while you're at school, while you're hanging out at the house, whatever. Either way, it's new material. And I can't wait for uh, for you guys to get into this one that we're talking about today. It's super, super dope. It's highly controversial. Maybe, maybe not, though. Maybe not. Maybe people haven't heard about it as much as I have. But it's a topic that I've wanted to talk about for a very long time. And I can't wait to get into it. So without further ado, let's get in. Let's just cut all the BS and just dive right into it. So I had this debate with my boys, you know what I mean? Clutch and H, shout out to them a long time ago before I even started watching One Piece. And before I even get into this topic, the title of this episode is The Straw Hat Pirates vs. Team Urameshi, right? So like I was saying, I had this debate with my boys clutching aid a long time ago before I even started One Piece. Being a Yu Yu Hakusho fan first, you know, um, this was always a tough topic for me. You know, I was extremely confident at the time and currently that I agree with the statement I made back then because of subjective yet passionate circumstances. You know, now I'm, I'm a huge supporter now of One Piece after much hate and I'm honored to be a fan of the series, you know, because I was giving it a lot of slack back then. But no, it's it's a dope show. But as unbiased, as an unbiased fan, and I try to be, I have to challenge myself and others on their takes when it comes to certain debates that need to be had because sometimes people take the fandom too far and their beliefs become warped, you know? So today we will discuss the infamous Straw Hat Pirates and whether or not they can defeat Team Urameshi. Now, I know what you're thinking. Two different types of fighters. One team is clearly outnumbered. You know, there's age differences, etc. But I don't, I don't care. You know, I made this statement in the past that Team Urameshi could beat the Straw Hats. And I was denied simply because I haven't watched the series at the time. But now the debate can definitely happen because I am an avid watcher of both shows. And I can finally say that I know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? I, it's a thousand episodes is a lot, but... I got through, and here we are. Now, to be very specific and clear, this is going to be post-time skip Straw Hats, you know, after Wano and everything, and versus the post-Three Kings arc in Team Urameshi, you know? So, basically, they're all at their peaks. It's only right because it would definitely be one-sided if we did pre-time skip for both, and that's just my opinion. So, let's see how we can break this down for you guys and see how both teams fare up in comparison. So, for brevity... The breakdown for the Straw Hat Pirates, for people that don't watch One Piece, is Luffy, Zoro, Nami, Sanji, Usopp, Chopper, Brook, Frankie, 
Robin, and Jimbei, right? And Team Urameshi consists of Yusuke, Kurabara, Hiei, Kurama, Koenma, and Genkai. Now, clearly Team Urameshi is outnumbered, but no matter, we can still make this work. So off the gate, there's a lot of factors that you have to consider. At least three people on Team Urameshi are demons, or have demon descent, being Yusuke, Hiei, and Kurama. Koenma is the ruler of the spirit world right now, well, temporarily, or even just say in proxy, while his father, you know, the true ruler of the spirit world, is, uh, you know, doing other duties and stuff. You know, he's 600 plus years old, and then Genkai and Kurabara are the only humans on the team. Then you could say the same for the Straw Hats in the sense of Devil Fruits, right? That Luffy, Chopper, Brook, and Robin are the only users, while Nami, Zoro, Sanji, Usopp, are regular humans, you know, leaving Jimbei, who's a fishman. So, with that being said, the Straw Hats in their world have the Devil Fruits, which are very extraordinary in their own right, plus they have hockey as as well as which Luffy, Zoro, Sanji, Usopp, and Jimbei have control over in various degrees, you know, for those that don't listen, basically a Devil Fruit is just a fruit that you can eat, there's artificial ones and natural ones, and if you eat it, you gain crazy powers and the only thing the only drawback is that you are no longer able to swim in seawater so not regular water seawater and then hockey is essentially there's three different types there's observation ornament and conquerors observation just allows you to pretty much see into the future a little bit and see how you can or or just see great distances um and you can use that to your advantage, especially if you're fighting. Ornament hockey pretty much just enhances not only the weapons that you use, but your body as a whole gives you an immense durability. And then Conqueror's hockey is basically the hockey of a king, a person that can be a ruler. And with that, you can knock enemies out just by looking at them, walking past them, or even use it as a primary focus attack or defense. So that's just a quick update on that. Um Team Urameshi, outside of the demons, also have spiritual energy, which they all possess, right? When you really break down the key components here, you're left with speed, experience, durability, power, and personality in combat. I think these five components truly decide who the winner is because abilities aside, these specific qualities are what make or break the deciding factor on the winner of this verse battle. So if we look at speed first, I'd say Jimbei, Sanji, Zoro, and Luffy, and Brook are the fastest on the Straw Hats. I think we can all agree there, you know, the people that watch the show. The rest are quote-unquote slow and would have no idea what's going on once the brawl begins. I'm not saying that they're traditionally slow because they're faster than average humans, but they're slow in compared to the people on, you know, on, on their own squad. Um, Genkai, Yusuke, Hiei, and Kurama are the speedsters on their side, while Kurabar isn't necessarily slow, but he can't keep up with the four I just mentioned on his squad. And Koenma... I mean, in theory, he could use all the spiritual entity that he's been storing into his pacifier to increase his speed, but the chances of that are unlikely, especially since he's never done such a feat before in the show. I mean, the only thing he did was just take it to try to seal away uh, Sensui. But, again, hypothetical, is it possible? Sure. In a competition of speed, Team Urameshi, in my opinion, is definitely faster than the Straw Hats. That's not to say that the Straw Hats are slow, but the experience factor plays a role in this as well, as well as the demon factor, you know? Hiei, Kurama, and Yusuke being demons alone make them much faster, and their spiritual energy also increases their speed as well. Especially Hiei and Yusuke, who are basically teleporters at this stage. At the time after the post-Three Kings arc, they are literally teleporting. Plus, we can't even talk about the one feat that Yusuke had where he ran to the demon realm. They were running for like, what, 
days, <laughs> days at top speed. And he wasn't even using any power-ups or anything. That was just regular human form Yusuke. And then he has shown tons of prowess with his speed, with his flash step and 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 his after image, etc. So he's he's damn near teleporting. Now, Gear 5 Luffy essentially has boundless limits when it comes to speed, but overall, again, Team Urameshi is just faster. There's no way uh, Zoro, uh, Sanji, and all of them are keeping up with Team Urameshi at their speed. You know what I mean? It's it's just it's 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 over. It's cooked. Now, if we look at experience, we might have to get that Team Urameshi again. The only difference is the types of opponents. You know, the Straw Hats have mostly fought humans and some animal hybrids under their belt. While that isn't an easy feat, you know, it doesn't compare to the countless opponents that Team Urameshi has gone against because they've gone against nothing but yokai for the most part. I mean, yeah, they fought a few humans, but even then, those dudes were enhanced, had a lot of spiritual energy, etc. You know? Um... You know, Hiei, Kurama, and Genkai alone have been fighting for decades. And Hiei slash Kurama, they've been fighting for hundreds of years as demons. Like, it's 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 insane. And then, you know, Hiei also enhanced himself, too, by getting the jogging on his head. So it's like, it's it's the experience factor alone. You know, the, the basically, what, the Straw Hats have been pirates for, what, three years? Three years, max? Whereas these people have been fighting literally for decades, centuries, a long, long time. They've gone against all different types of opponents that fare in comparison to the people that Straw Hats have fought, you know. Now, the Straw Hats have fought not only individual battles, but wars, so they get that, with countless other pirates and navy, which is widely impressive, but I still believe that the hundreds of years of experience held by Team Urameshi gives them an advantage over the Straw Hats, because again, the wars and battles are crazy, but again, it's not, you're not really going against hundreds of really really super strong people i mean even when they go against the navy or other pirates the captain for the most part and maybe their first mate have devil fruits or just really immense hockey while the rest of the crew is just a regular human so it's like you're not really going against anyone impressive whereas team urameshi they're going against crazy yokai crazy yokai that are b class c class d a sometimes even s you know what i'm saying so it's like that alone is like equal to hundreds of navy soldiers hundreds of dudes that have double fruit so it's like you can't even compare it now the hardest part is the durability aspects which i think might be a tie now the straw hats and team Urameshi have taken tons of damage throughout both of their respective series you know zoro has taken kuma's damage that he absorbed by luffy um, and Thriller Bark, that was insane. I mean, any other average human would have took that and got cooked. Yusuke going through his immense training segment with Genkai of the passing of her martial arts style and the damage he's taken from Togoro and Sensui. I mean, essentially, Sensui killed him. You know what I mean? Crazy. He is Dragon of the Darkness Flame and mastering it. I mean, this dude almost lost his arm. Insane. He's literally pulling up dark flames from the demon realm in order to use that move you know luffy going against lucy and katakuri and kaido i mean those three people were washing this nigga you know what i'm saying like waxing him you know what i mean Usopp versus frankie's initial crew and and and, and against his own captain i mean Usopp was taking damage he got the dog shit beat out of him by frankie twice trying to you know guard the money that they accumulated over the time of them being pirates you know the list goes on and on so i think it's fair to say that both groups can equally take a lot of damage before tapping out i mean we can't even forget about sanji too sanji was getting his ass whooped since birth by his siblings and by his parents and other people you know what i mean so it's like it's crazy 
So I, I think we're tied there. I don't need to go into more details about that. Now, when it comes to overall power, I feel like this part is highly debatable solely because of Luffy's near, uh, new Gear 5. With the power of Toon Logic alone, this gives Luffy a huge advantage over Team Urameshi, allowing everything around him and his imagination to go wild. He can essentially play with his environment and turn anything around him into rubber. Now, people thought that, you know, his fruit was essentially just the gumu gumu no fruit, you know what I mean, that allowed him to just be rubber, but essentially it's Joy Boy's fruit. It's a, what, it's not even a... It's a mythical Zoan type fruit now that allows him to just tap into that and just allow him to just use whatever he wants to his advantage. It just so happened that he used rubber this entire time, but he could have been doing whatever he wanted, you know. Um, but hear me out. That's only Luffy, though. That's it. You know, the rest of the Straw Hats have very strong abilities, but I don't think they, they fare in comparison against Team Urameshi. Uh, but before we get into that, we also have to consider that the, the, the Straw Hats have Arnament and Conqueror's Hockey, which could prove to be a threat to Team Urameshi. But to be honest, I don't think Conqueror's Hockey would work on any of the people on Yusuke's side be, because I really do feel like they, if we're going to factor that in, I feel like they all have the power of a king or a ruler. And Arnament Hockey would enhance their moves, but not to the point where it would do significant damage to Team Urameshi because, again, they've taken crazy damage from Yokai that are, in my opinion, stronger than the rest of team uh, of the Straw Hat Pirates. So it would do damage. I'm not saying that it would be weak, like, oh, they would take it to the face and be like, oh, yeah, that's fine. I really do feel like it would hurt them, but not to the point where it would take them out completely, you know? Plus, those moves would have to land in the first place, and we already established that Team Urameshi is faster. So it's like, it's not like, you know, Kurabara or... Kurama is just going to stand there and take an ornament Red Hawk to the face. You know what I mean? It's not happening. But then, you know, let's look at Zoro's Cursed Swords, you know, versus Hiei's Ordinary Blade, because that's what it is. I mean, Hiei has an Ordinary Blade. I mean, uh, you correct me if I'm wrong. I watched that show several times. I don't remember Hiei ever giving that blade a name, and it's broken like two times. You know what I mean? At this point, Zoro's Swords can't break because Mihawk taught him how to put ornament hockey around it making it black it won't break you know um Zoro's swords are definitely stronger than his but he again has stronger abilities and is overall faster than Zoro so it's like Zoro would have to keep up plus Zoro still hasn't mastered Enma which drains hockey so that alone puts Zoro at a disadvantage it's like if he doesn't beat Hiei right away then it's like dude you're cooked you know what I mean then, and even though he's not the best swordsman, if you factor in Kurobara's Raycon, which is a spiritual energy on top of the fact that it can now slice open dimensions, that puts Zoro at a disadvantage as well because Wado, Sandai, and Enma are not capable of such feats at all. The best that they could possibly do is cut down some mountains, a, a, a navy ship, etc. But other than that, it that's it. You know what I mean? Um, now outside of swordsmanship, now we have Sanji's raid suit, which is quite durable on top of the fact of his natural durability as an experienced fighter and the damage he's taken from, you know, the Vinsmoke family since childhood. You know, you can easily put, pit that against someone like Kurama who has had Yoko form. But again, I don't think even the raid suit could keep up with, with a demon who's been relentlessly taking down yokai for thousands of years plus using a myriad of plants with wild effects to destroy his enemies i mean one of his plants can literally put you in an infinite sukiyomi <laughs> and then you're done that's it you, you're just cooked there or he can literally shoot a seed inside of your body and, and then make it implode while you're in. come on you're done you're done you know 
Karama has fought three powerful yokai back-to-back before actually falling out. And two of those battles were in his base form. You know what I mean? But then you can't count out Nami with her climb attack with Zeus. You know, you got Chopper in his various rumble forms, especially the monster point. And then you got Frankie with his newly found form after his time squip that has rockets, machine guns, and air cannons at his disposal. And then he has that tank and then all the things that um, the Thousand Sunny have. You know, and we can't forget Brooke as well and his durability, like the damage he took from Big Mom and Whole Cake and his freezing and soul abilities as well. I mean, his swordsmanship is actually pretty nice, too. I mean, even though it's a cane sword, it's still pretty nasty. But with them, we can't sleep on Genkai with her 50 years of martial arts experience going against all types of powerful individuals with her founded martial arts style, you know, the Reiko Hadoken, and she fought alongside uh, human human Togoro, which is the reason why she won the tournament in the first place. You know what I mean? Plus, she has the ability to heal, paralyze, and return souls or take them. So, Brooke, if Brooke even did some soul ability to Team Urameshi, if he can even find them or even be fast enough to do so, she could just return their souls back to them. You know what I mean? So, it's like, or heal them if they even got injured. You know, and you have to assume that Yusuke has the same exact ability because he she taught him the same style and passed over the lineage to him so it's like come on come on now koema doesn't have the best durability but his power from storing all that spiritual energy for centuries is definitely a nice trump card that he can use at any given moment to cause some damage for whatever he wants to use because even though it didn't work on sensui it doesn't mean that it's not going to work on the straw hats you know what i mean especially someone like luffy or whatever you know what i mean but then we can't count out robin too, with her abilities to potentially choke or break the necks of the people on Team Urameshi. But she'd have to be quick enough to pull that off, because while if she's in the cut somewhere doing the sis flus, and then she gets it on them and breaks... Yeah, she could, but if you really think Yusuke or Karama or Hiei would even allow her to do something like that, get the fuck up out of here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm not even going to mention Usopp simply because his arsenal doesn't pose any threat at all to Team Urameshi in the slightest. And that he's not even a, even a shot at him. It's just, it's, it's just done. It's, it's, he's finished. You know? And again, even though I'm an Usopp hater, it's like he really can't do anything now. Does he have some crazy crazy things in his, that he shoots with his slingshot? Sure. But nothing that would pose any true threat to Team Urameshi. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Now, Jinbei definitely has some fighting prowess and some durability that could possibly hold up a little bit with Team Urameshi, especially with his destructive fisherman karate. I gotta give it to him there. You know what I mean? And he has some, like, tons of water moves that he could use, like Aquaman status, you know? The durability slash power, power factor is pretty high on both sides. But I think durability might be a little even with the slight as the Team Urameshi, right? But I feel like it can go both ways. And then the power, it's like... Minus Luffy, you gotta really give it to Team Urameshi again. I'm sorry because it's just Luffy's the only one that's really, really, truly do something like, and that's not a shot down to Zoro or Sanji. They really are some powerful dudes and they stand on business, but it's like Luffy's really carrying, you know. Now, lastly, we have to look at personality, and Luffy's last Yusuke definitely coming to mind first, obviously, because those two genuinely just like to fight. 
You know what I mean? No matter what it is. Luffy will fight anyone for anything. You know, you, Luffy usually goes into battles with no plan whatsoever. While Yusuke used to have that approach in the beginning, but now he uses a little bit more discernment when it comes to fighting people, especially people he's never fought before or people he can sense that are strong. You know, he, his battle IQ has definitely stepped up and so has Luffy's, but Luffy is still very, very so much careless when it comes to fighting, you know, Zoro is also another one that loves to fight to prove his overall strength and test his limitations on his swordsmanship, you know, Sanji, I wouldn't say loves to fight, but will definitely follow the lead of his captain and or defend the woman of the, the women of his crew, you know what I mean, Robin and Nami, respectfully, um, you know, Kurabara, like Yusuke, definitely likes to fight, as well, considering his series starts with him, you know, wanting to best Yusuke in any possible form until his untimely death and then resurrection. I'd like to also point out that Hiei and Kurama are not necessarily obsessed with fighting, but are definitely not afraid of a challenge, especially if they're called out, as well as Genkai. So it's like, they'll also stand on business when it comes to actually getting things done. But once they're in the fight, that's it. They are in. They are invested. You feel what I'm saying? Um, Kawenma, on the other hand, is a pacifist. You know, I mean, he don't want to fight at all. It only show he's only shown his resolve in specific circumstances, and you know, one of those circumstances, obviously, being the dark tournament when he took over the role as captain. Um, that that's also how I feel about Usopp and Chopper too. You know what I mean? Like they are complete pacifists. Chopper, on the other hand, he he will throw down. You know, but him and Usopp are initially going to cower in fear. You know, and that goes as well for Nami. You know, um, Robin doesn't really care and, but, but she will fight when appropriate, you know, but it's more so like, oh, the crew's fighting, so I'm fighting, but she's not really looking for a fight. You know what I mean? Um, Jimbei fights because he has to, not because he necessarily wants to. And you could put Brooke in that same argument as well. And it's the same category as Chopper and Usopp. Like I said, like they'll throw down because it's like, all right, we're a part of the crew. We got to, but not because they actually want to. Um, so, yeah, now let's look at all of this and in, in between all the categories, whether one has more wins than the other. I, I really do think it all balls down to Gear 5 Luffy and Demon King Yusuke. Um there's several questions that you have to ask here. Can spiritual attacks affect Luffy's rubber body? Does Toon Logic work on demons, right? Would, would Yusuke allow Luffy to get to the point where he can enter Gear 5? Would, you know what I mean? Like, would Yusuke even allow that to happen? Especially after him seeing him do his pistol, Gatling, Red Hawk, uh, uh, Kong punch, like you really think that Yusuke would allow that to happen? Would Luffy be able to keep up with Yusuke at his top speed? I don't believe he would. I don't believe he would at all. Like I think he'd be like, oh shit, like I'm sorry, because even Gear Two is not keeping up with Yusuke. Yusuke at this point can teleport. After Yusuke thought that Kurobara died in the Dark Tournament, he literally teleported over to his side and was like, boom. Togoro was like, oh shit, hi hi. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, it's fast. Like you know what I mean? But None the oh oh and the, one of the last questions is would any form of hockey do anything to Yusuke again I don't think conquerors would work on him at all like if, if Luffy tried to use conquerors wouldn't work even if he used it as a physical attack I think it would do some damage but it, it wouldn't work overall ornament nah uh, after all those air bullets he took from Toguro and stuff like that and all the punches he took I don't think it would do anything and then 
observation, yeah, that's going to put Luffy at a nice advantage, you know, being able to see some things happening in the future. But even so, I think Yusuke would just still have him out for the count because of his speed alone. You know, I, I really do think it's a tough call, but I really do feel like Yusuke, especially Demon King Yusuke, could pack Luffy up before he even gets to Gear 5. That's just my opinion. And, and one of the main reasons why is because while both forms are on both sides have limitations, I feel like Gear 5 would give out faster than Demon King form. And that's the major difference in Gear 5. You know, Gear 5 gives up, you know, Luffy is out for the count. Whereas when Yusuke, after his Demon King form, he'll just revert back to regular Yusuke and still be able to hold his own just for a little bit. He will pass out eventually. But Gear 5, I mean, look, even Gear 4, he can't even stay in Gear 4 long. He needs 10 minutes to recover everything. You know what I mean? So it's like, nah. I, I also feel like while these two are fighting, the rest of the Straw Hats don't have a chance and that it would easily just distract Luffy and throw him off his game because while Luffy is fighting Yusuke, everyone else is cooked. They're done. They're cooked, finished, done. It's over. It's over. Once Kurama pulls out the Rose Whip, Kurabar takes out the dimensional cutting Raycon, and he is taking out the, the darkness of the dragon flame. It's over. It's done. It's 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 complete finish. It, it's 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 done. You know what I mean? There's no one on the straw hats that can take Hiei, Kurama, Kurabar, Genkai, and Koema combined. It's just not happening. They're sim they're, they're simply just not fast enough or strong enough to do so. They put up a good fight, but it would be a wash. That's just my opinion. I'm sorry. It, it, honestly, you can even argue that it's not even opinion, that it's a lot of it is just hardcore fact, because I'm sorry. Like, they have impressive feats, man. But even after the battles that they be doing in each island that they stop on, uh, stop at, they, they just be getting cooked. Cooked. Not to say that Team Urameshi doesn't get cooked either, but they... I'm sorry, it's just, they just don't have it. They don't have what it takes to take out Team Urameshi, even though they're outnumbering them, you know what I mean? And outaging them, too, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, no, well, well, no, I lied. I, I, I spoke too soon on that one. No, they're not outaging them, maybe by appearance only, but yeah, it's just, it's just not happening, you know what I mean? So I want to hear y'all, I want to hear y'all thoughts, you know what I mean? I know people download these episodes and stuff like that, but I do have a page on Instagram at Super Anime Podcast. Definitely DM me, uh, respond in the comment section when I drop this episode this month in January, because I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on the things that I pointed out, because I think I, I covered pretty much anything that could possibly happen, and I, I don't know, I, I'm just leaning towards Team Urameshi on this one, and it, and it may sound like bias, but I really do feel like it's just what it is, you know, so I would love to hear from y'all, definitely stay tuned for the next episode, I don't know what the next episode will be that I drop, because I have a lot of them lined up, but either way, I do appreciate y'all listening, and I can't wait to put this out and put out other stuff for you guys this year, all right, talk to y'all soon. Peace until next time.